Hello, friends. Uh, nice to see you again, and nice to see Petra at the first time as a special guest in our weekly archery talk show. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are very proud that that you join us here today. Thank you very uh, much. Hello, Petra. Hello, Armin. Hello, Peter. Oh my, hey, Petra and Peter. I hope it's not so easy. <laughs> uh, really welcome to the show. Really, I was excited you to much. have you because I know you since years from Facebook and from friends. Yeah. But we never had the chance to meet or to talk or something. That's why it's quite interesting to have you here in our show and to hear a bit from you. Yeah, welcome for the invitation and i'm very lucky to meet you both personally now mm -hmm. and um yeah i looking forward to our new show <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, and it's it doesn't have to be a one-time thing so i think you have enough experience in your field what you're doing with uh horse aikido and stuff like this that we even could do another session a little later down the road because I think you have a lot of knowledge which people most probably would like to hear, I guess. Yeah, I agree. That will be a, a good now he possibility. On, on the simple things, he agrees. Yes, he's like this. This is Peter. <laughs> okay, let's start. So, where do you come from, Peter? Tell us a little about your history. So I'm coming from uh, close from Bonn and Cologne. Mm -hmm. So this is the area where I come from. Mm -hmm. And in this area, we have a big, big old stories about the dragon hunter and mm -hmm. the Huns and Attila the king. And mm -hmm. so I'm growing up with all of this wow great stories about women warriors and something like that yeah so so this is where i come from and this is actually where i started because when i was a child i had the big chance to have horses and riding without saddle and playing in the forest and yeah so i had a good childhood and could uh make good experience with horses mm -hmm. cool yeah. so how old were you when you started riding on your horse four oh, strong. Yeah, that's early <laughs> oh nice Very a, a, wood, a wooden horse or a real horse no it was a real horse it was <laughs> you know I, I i i don't know any english it's like um when you when you have a, a circus mm -hmm. yep. circus and children could uh, ride for okay. one yeah. circle yeah. Yeah. so yeah. there yeah. i start and yeah. the little horse had only one one uh idea running mm -hmm. home mm -hmm. and i was very small and the little horse running with me in full gallop <laughs> home <laughs> this was my first experience it was not traumatizing enough that you stopped so you wanted to have more no 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 my mother told me it looks very good it looked very good and safe <laughs> i was laughing so mm -hmm. but later i fall down <laughs> mm, okay nice so you first started riding and 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 after later you started with archery yeah um later with 12 i start archery and it how was, you got into 
Uh, my father was a hobby hunter. So I growing up a little bit in the forest. And of course there were archery and some guns. And yeah, and I, I had always this idea to shoot from a horse and yeah, so I start with 12, but in the normal uh, Olympic way. Mm -hmm. I understand. Okay. Nice. So you joined the club around there, yes. uh, an archery club? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was uh, uh, in Siegburg. This is also a close city to Bonn. Mm -hmm. And there was some uh, club for young people. And there I start. Mm -hmm. Cool. In what, in what age? In with what, what age you started? With 12. 12. Yes. Very early, very early. Now she shoots since two years. She looks at six years. She looks like 18. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, but you simply did archery and horse riding separately. And then one day you had yeah, yeah. to combine both. Or how, how did this yeah. come? Yeah. So I read in my childhood, I, I read a lot of uh, history books mm -hmm. and there were all always pictures of uh, shooting from horseback so uh, it's very easy to have the idea oh hmm, shooting mm -hmm. from horseback would be a funny thing yeah it's very easy mm -hmm. but well uh, actually it needed many many years uh, that I could really do it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. You have you have to have a good uh, ability in riding and archery. Yeah. You have to, to learn both things perfectly and then you can combine it, in my opinion. Yeah, I, but I, seriously, it's not a big thing. Mm -hmm. If you yeah. are growing up and when we, we are looking at these old tribes, and I saw it in Mongolia, the children growing up, they are always riding without saddle mm -hmm. and they have a normally strengths and body coordination. And if you are growing up in this world, it's not a big yep. thing, really, yep. it's not a big thing. Yeah, I think so. Yep. But I, I think then coming from Olympic archery, riding on a horse, I think it's time <laughs> to combine these two. It's not so easy, I guess. <laughs> No, no, no. But the Olympic um, is the perfection in in technique and mm -hmm. the archer. Mm -hmm. So you can hit something very, very small in a big distance. Mm -hmm. This is uh, horseback archery. Well, it's also possible to uh, hit some small pieces in a, in an armor. It's possible. Yeah. yeah. But later I realized that the big distance uh, are the, the more difficult mm -hmm. to hit something than mm -hmm. on small distance. Yeah. What, what is your, let's say, maximum distance when you shoot from horse? 20, 30, 40 One, meters? No, 100 meter. 100 meters. Oh. <laughs> okay. yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, because this is what the Huns could mm -hmm. do in Europe. They okay. were, they had uh, uh, the opportunity and the technique mm -hmm. to gallop in a pattern mm -hmm. and shooting on an enemy line 100 meter. 
Okay. And when you are galloping, mm -hmm. uh, 100 meter is not so far. Mm -hmm. um, I I'm was working with some uh, martial art people and also with Manusha Korsani from Razman Fasa. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. he has, I asked all these people, what do you think would be the closest distance uh, for, for horseback archery and the biggest distance? Mm -hmm. And actually, um, Mr. Korosani told me 20 meter is so close mm. that an, an Persian uh, fighter could throw a spear on, on the horse. Mm -hmm. So everything what's closer than 20 meter from horseback, it's not real. Mm -hmm. So after okay. 20 meters, mm -hmm. maybe you have a chance. Nobody will hit your horse. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Is this the one who yeah. wrote the book, this Persian archery or archery and yeah. assortment? I introduced it in the last video. This is a very interesting book. I think yeah. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. He usually comes once a year to Malta for sword fight uh, lessons. Yes, but I exactly. never managed to never managed to meet him, unfortunately. Uh, never, you have never to meet out. him. Mm. He's incredible. He's mm -hmm. really incredible about knowledge and uh, skills. Yeah. And uh, the other book I mentioned yesterday was from Scott Rodell, and I think you met Scott Rodell too, right? He is a quite famous sword fighter and manju. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He was on uh, on my place on my farm, mm -hmm. and this is also something I realized in the last years that somebody who has martial art uh, skills, it's very easy to learn ride, mm -hmm. riding. Yeah. It's very yeah. easy. So mm -hmm. Scott learned after some days riding, galloping and mm -hmm. shooting wow. his bow. Mm -hmm. So then there's still so for me, you think? <laughs> of course, of course. Nice. It's, it's very similar. For example, if a person shoots with firearms, it's easy to teach them to shoot with the bow and arrow because they have some kind of idea of shooting. Yeah. So I agree with that. that if you have a kind of training in this martial arts area, you mm. can easier learn yeah. other stuff, I'm sure. Because you, because you yeah. know your body. I mean, I see it here when you have most Maltese have no idea of their own body. I had even kids they they went yeah. two three years in a karate school and i said so now you take the bow in your left hand and he was looking at me what is my left hand and then i was looking at this karate teacher said look when i mean when a normal maltese kid does know what the left hand is he said, okay but yeah. it's three years with you in a school should know already what is my left and right hand but of course when you get in a martial artist and they tell him look stand in a horse stance or whatever and they directly do it and yeah yeah i said so nice yeah then it's easy, of course, easy peasy to teach them. Yeah. Yeah. Or you have, or you have, or you have Japanese. I had once uh, one one guest of mine. She was from Belgium. She came relatively regularly, and then one day she yeah. brought her friend, a Japanese girl, and she is so whatever I told her in one thing, and she simply did it, and she hit the center all the time. Yeah. They are so in their body. They have yeah. this. They know how to with their bodies. It's, it's amazing. There you see a really big gap yeah. in, when you see the Westerners here. 
no idea, middle finger corner of your mouth. Yes, yes, yes. And, and she was simply exactly the first time doing everything I told her. And I was like, wow. But yes, what you get. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's uh, in Japanese culture also because of their ceremonies, you know, this tea ceremony. And so, so they used to, to follow uh, uh, precisely precise instructions and so mm -hmm. on to reproduce something i think they in their culture it's it's more common than in ours mm -hmm. to to exercise something mm -hmm. to really make it perfect mm -hmm. yeah so yeah and I, and the the horseback archery you see today comes from the japanese mm -hmm. people yabusame no yes but the yabusami is a, a ritual mm -hmm. to uh, uh, to realize the own uh, state of mind or connection to mm -hmm. a meditation level. Mm -hmm. This is the only reason why they are using the fence left and right, because it's a ritual mm -hmm. and they need the audience that uh, they say when the horse archer is hitting the target then the ancestors energy hitting the target mm -hmm. so this is why they need an audience and mm -hmm. this is why they build up the fence left and right mm -hmm. and so the horseback archery today you mostly see in the internet comes exactly from the japanese mm -hmm. and what is uh, so what is what is so specific about the japanese way of horseback archery compared to the not Chinese or Mongolian or whatever. Long bow, the long bow. <laughs> it's a long bow, but it's not a long bow. Um, you mean? But the there was um, okay. I I think in the eighties there were two men. They uh, brought the horseback archery to uh, Europe mm -hmm. and America. It was uh, uh, Koshai mm -hmm. and I guess Lukas Novotny. Mm -hmm. And because there are no riders uh, or not special riders, mm -hmm. they copy the fence left and right. Mm -hmm. But in the Japanese way, it, it's a spiritual ritual. Mm -hmm. And these two men make a, a, a sport of it, but they're using the fence left and right mm -hmm. because uh, to go with the horse, it's very difficult. And then you cannot make a big sport or a big uh, thing with it when you have no fence left and right. Because then you are only using the horse as a, a moving vehicle. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I always thought they had a kind of trench they are, they are riding in. No? Kashai. Yes. And, and the, like. Yeah, yeah they have a trench uh, and because they are cutting the horse out of the art mm -hmm, mm -hmm, the horse yeah. is not in this kind of uh, art and the it's japanese only... and and it's different the japanese uh, they they are connected also to the horse no also not okay but you have the extremely speed and the uh, ritual aspect. It's not a sport aspect. Mm 
Mm -hmm. And in Japanese, the target is maybe two meters only. I know, I know. Very and when you, yes. most people, they have no idea of riding. So when they're using racing horses, mm -hmm. imagine racing horses, they yeah. very fast, mm -hmm. very fast, and you need really a brave heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, and you are so on speed and the target is facing to the side. So your body cannot make contact to it. Mm -hmm. When the, the, the target is facing you, you can try to make contact on a bigger distance. Mm -hmm. But if you have only the moment, the passing, ah, yeah. then it's done. It's yeah. only million of contact. Then you have it. Mm -hmm. It's like the tip of the sword mm -hmm. when you cut something. Yeah. yeah. So in that way, the, uh, the Japanese horseback archery, the original one, is very difficult it's mm -hmm. very difficult yeah i think so because they have only this small wood plates there and yeah. when you ride there in full galop how fast is a and horse in full galop yeah. how fast is it i guess they have for 40 kmh also 40, 40 or okay wow it's quite a speed yeah. you think it's yeah. not fast when you yeah. sit in the car but when you're on a horse and you only see this small thing passing by and you need to hit it it's i think it's quite challenging yes mm -hmm. yeah so, Kashai and Novotny brought it to Europe or to the Western world yes, from the Chinese ceremony and they made then a sport out of it, kind Japanese. of from the Japanese, yeah, sorry. Um, I'd like to ask you, uh, Petra, one thing, and uh, I think we today uh, have a very romantic idea of the connecting the rider to the horse and so, and I think in all this, this Eastern uh, cultures or in these warrior cultures, uh, also the, the Native American Indians, I think the horse was more like a tool. Not they were not so not so romantic related. I think like we are today. No. Mm. Um. Uh, one example: when I was in Mongolia they were uh, a marriage i was invited to the marriage party and they came young people from ulaanbaatar they drank yeah and then they go out oh yeah now we ride horses and one of this guy uh, hit the horse on the head and the grandpa was very angry and i asked my my mongolian uh, friend and uh, I asked the grandpa, uh, what's the problem? And he said, you, you have to know, in the time of Genghis Khan, uh, if you hit a woman or a horse, you have to die. Mm. Because this is our culture. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So, yes, they are maybe today not the connection to the horses. Mm -hmm. uh, but when you have to stay alive, mm -hmm. I was in Mongolia and I lived there for six weeks with a <laughs> Mongolian family together. And um, they have an agreement to stay alive together. Mm -hmm. So the horses knows the human will protect them. And the children are growing up with the animal children. 
So they have a very deep feeling for animals. Until today, it's like this. And they are using the uh, language of uh, moving a herd. Moving a herd is, it's also a riding and a horse training technique. And this is what the horse tribes using. They are using the language Today it, it calls horsemanship, but it's only to see how the horse is moving the herd, who has which position. And when you are driving a, a horse herd, then you are uh, speaking in the horse language. And I can see today at all pi old pictures of Mongolian warriors, how they can ride without reins mm -hmm. and shooting five um, horse archers uh, in the front direction. I know that they are using horsemanship to train the horses that they can ride without reins. Mm -hmm. And this is also what I do with my horses. And this is the reason why I don't need a, a fence left and right or a trench mm -hmm. because the horse is listened to me. It's like with a dog, with a, uh, with a shepherd dog. You are training together and then there is a language. Mm -hmm. And yeah. these uh, people know about this. They knew it and they use it for, our, for war. I think again that the Asian culture is here a step ahead from the Western culture. In my yeah. opinion, so. that we have simply, we always try to disassemble things and try to control everything in our way instead of keeping it together in harmony. They yeah. control it too, but in their way. In harmony. Of course. Yeah. Yes. But you know, uh, sorry, uh, but you know, when I'm looking to the, the I don't know it in English, the Spanische Hofreitschule in Vienna. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? It, it's from military, of course. It's, these are yeah. military features and military uh, exercises. And it's, it's the same. If these horses wouldn't like to do this and wouldn't have a connection to their rider, they yeah. couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. So it's, uh, it's not necessarily true that the Asian cultures are more connected. We lost it because we are more civilized 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 yeah. and, and you know but i i think a good hussar of poland or somewhere yeah had also a very good connection to his battle horse i so, think so of course then not a of tool course. then it's an extension of yourself and not a tool yeah if if you're riding in a battle it has to be an extension like your bow and your sword or what else you can't you can't have a, 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 a naughty horse. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but uh, Hollywood uh, create a very wrong picture in uh, fantasy films about uh, horses in war. About yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you see, I was working a lot of times for, for films and my horses are always calm, cool. They are waiting. They know their jobs. 
and the cameraman say please make some action it's too boring for for the visit uh, for the the yes, public yeah. yeah but mm -hmm. in real they the horses were very disciplined like the the people yeah. that like the rider yeah. mm -hmm. and also in the western world i mean <laughs> or yeah. think about okay. the Think about the American Indians, the Comanches. They always say the Comanches were the best horseback archers and riders and mm -hmm. so on. They were crazy riders and they had the, I read a book about Comanches, uh, yeah. a very good book. And they said they were really connected to their horses and, and, and they yeah. were the first who cultivated this, uh, mm -hmm. the battle horses of the Indians. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. They yeah, were the yeah. only tribe which perfected this style of fighting and riding mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah I, I, I i didn't say tool in the first place that's why i'm interested and now you i hear you talking it's fine yes but of course if you if you uh, if it is possible you ride into a battle you you can't love this horse like your best partner because you know maybe this horse will die and tomorrow i have to get another one it's also true no of course Yes, uh, but most people didn't know that they selecting the horses of the characters. There is a man, his name is Xenophon, and Xenophon is the founder of the uh, 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 normal uh, dressage riding. And he say the horse has to be your friend, not your slave, because you have to stay alive together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you are choosing horse characters. They are more like huskies. Mm -hmm. Not yeah. they are very cool. And I have this. Uh, I have this kind of horses. If you say, okay, today we going out, and the horses will say, why? It has to. It needs. Why I have to do this? Yeah, you don't need the. You know, you don't want to use an Arabian horse. What? Wow, wow, like a Jack Russell Terrier. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> you don't want to need, you don't want this. Yeah. But they also select them in this Spanish, uh, you know, riding school in Vienna. Not everyone gets a, a Lipizzana show horse, mm -hmm. of course. Yeah. And also at the cavalry, of course, they did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, good, fine. Now we have the connection. So now we know at least what Kashai and Novotny were. I always mix the names up, Novotny, because he, he, he builds yeah. nice I was, um, Yeah, when uh, I was uh, some years in the Kashai Valley, mm -hmm. and uh, when I go there, it was 2000, mm -hmm. I trained the horses of Kashai. Okay. So this is, I trained the horses and teach him something of this. Mm -hmm. Is he still in business? Excuse me. Is he still in business in Hungary? Of course, I yeah, uh, yeah. yes, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. Because I know back then in the 1990s or, or in the two, early 2000s, all the all the people from Germany drove with their you know horse trailers to Hungary, and and so on. Very interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, and he through his self-celebrating style, he got, of course, a lot of interest all over the planet and everybody thought, I need to go to Kashai yeah. Valley and yeah. learn horse riding there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And and he had I uh, once I had a bow. I don't know if I don't I don't think he made these bows, but these were Kashai bows. You know, I, I live close to the Hungarian border in Austria. And these are horrible bows. Yeah, very yeah. heavy sea yeah, yeah. and yeah, and, yeah. and artificial leather on the limbs and and really bad bows. It's a fiberglass but bow. What can you expect? Yeah, I, my first so-called yeah. horse bow was a yeah, yeah. bow. Was horrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, um, seriously. Um, he, um, he make uh, a lot of uh, uh, story around it mm -hmm. that it becomes uh, more public. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but uh, 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 but it's the horse has no part in because it because he's the yeah, main. So <laughs> he's the main character in the game. I think. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes, and. and um, I read his book and uh, I found out he really uh, does this like in a religious way, a very high hierarchical, hierarchical way and like a religion, like a sect, it seems. Oh, oh yes, it's a military and, sect, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and in Hungary, everybody knows it. Yeah, yes, I know. Mm. Yeah. There was once there was a guy from uh, Norway. He traveled from Norway to Austria because he wanted to meet Byron Ferguson, who gave a show in, in Austria in 2010, oh. it was. Yeah. And and then they drove on to Kashai, to Hungary, and they, they didn't have a, a date, a meeting uh, agreed, so he sent them away. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course. It's, yeah, yeah it's like this. Military mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. boot camp, hey. <laughs> Well... Well, it's not about horseback archery. It's about uh, the view of somebody's world. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you have to work for this uh, world. Yeah. And you have to achieve the same view when you're there or you're out or how is it? Of course. Um, um, yes, I was the personal nightmare for Kosha. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> the little woman from how, Berlin. How could we even uh, think about that? Artist. It's impossible. Impossible. Yeah, <laughs> I had no fear. Mm. Everybody was shouting at me. I was laughing. <laughs> yeah. So, oh well. Yeah. Uh, you know, these, these Hungarians are very into their own tradition. They, uh, because I live close to the, to Hungary, I know a lot of Hungarian archers and, and, and bowers and so on. And all the archery, you can't sail a longbow in Hungary. Yeah. Because it's only Hungarian style and they're very yeah, proud yeah, yeah, of yeah. their heritage. And so yeah. it's okay. It's okay for me, but they are very connected to their own tradition. Yeah. And they are individuals. Mm -hmm. uh, all you know, the character of a nomadic, when you're growing up in this kind of world, you have strength, you have self-confidence. And mm -hmm. this was the most problem for all horse tribes because everybody was chief. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> everybody was a chief, mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah. So the Hungarians are a little bit like this. 
they mm -hmm. have a big connection to their old ancestors. Mm -hmm. As long as it doesn't blow up their egos, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't oh. see anything. And, uh, and so and another historic approach. Uh, so I don't know the answer. Uh, you do you think in the east and in the you know in the Mongolia and the Hans and the Avars and they all the Turk folks uh, tribes uh, because it is because of their landscape that they are more horse tribes because we don't know any tradition here around in Germany or in I don't know in France or in or somewhere. Yeah. Because back then in the ancient times, because we were in the woods, so the horse was not a big deal. I think the ocean make the Vikings and the steppe makes the horse people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The land has a big influence on on life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and yeah. I think even in ancient times our Europe was was more densely populated, so there are not so long ranges to go yeah, and so on. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But not and even only, but even not only horseback. Even when you see all these bows, you have the Tatar bow, you have the Avar bow, you have every tribe mm -hmm. has his bow design, whatever. But look yeah. in Germany, the, the the Germanic folks, they they had maybe uh, still a bat or maybe a spear. But there is not a, a, a let's say a Germanic bow or you know, or a French bow. They no. used in the longbows most probably or whatever from from England. But there is not. This is it mm. stops directly. So you go to Austria, and stops. There is no nothing here. Germany, Austria, like I, like you had our own bow design or something. And then you go you go to Hungary, the Han bow, and, and then it goes all over the Asian. Yeah. I think I think it has to it, it is connected to the way of life because mm -hmm. they were nomadic folks and and you know here around very early there were chiefs and they had their village and and the 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 the, the chief was the boss and and they stayed stationary and so they had to roam around with horses and so and then they developed the cavalry of course they had but not it was not so in their blood like in the eastern folks blood i think yeah mm. but a weapon is a weapon and when you can throw a smaller spear further away than you would throw normally a spear or with an adl adl i mean it was developed almost everywhere at the same time but simply not in central europe they simply they still had their bat and boom <laughs> they, because all the landscape were, was wood, mm -hmm. you know, all the all the non-wood areas nowadays okay. in, in Europe uh, were cut. So in the forest, it makes no sense to have bow and arrow. Mm -hmm. To have fields. So we, we are better trappers, so we can build traps and then... No, no, no. I think the, the horses are not so necessary in the woods okay. and you can shoot the long range in the woods. Yeah, I, I was talking... Oh, what's that? A little bear. This is my new family member, oh. and she don't want to wait outside. Of Come course. Oh. Very cute. Hello. Oi. Oi. Hello. Oh. <laughs> What's her She's, name? Uh, her name is Ho. 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 Very, and she is simple. a Tibetan. She's a Tibetan mastiff. Okay. Ho. Oh. oh, and she 
she thinks she did something wrong. Mm -hmm. So baby, no. so you can stay here and listen to us. Okay. You can <laughs> sing a song. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Okay. I was I was just referring to the bows as a weapon that in the Germanic folks there is no or not a lot of proof that they had their own bows or that they built their own bows. Maybe they used bows they picked up on a battlefield or something yeah. and tried to use them, but there is no no history of bow builders in the Germanic tribes. Yeah. You don't know if they made just self bows, stick bows. You you won't find one. Because it's rotten if it's not in a swamp or somewhere. But even there are a lot of depictions and paintings and, and whatever, but nowhere you see a bow. That's why it's, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. When, hmm. when the bow was the most sophisticated weapon for the longest time in human history, until the, 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 the rifles came or the black powder was developed. I mean, yeah, yeah that's true. there's nothing. I was even checking here in Malta if there's a specific something, but even here is in, in the war museum, you don't find anything about bow and arrow. I think the last army in Europe uh, using a bow in war were the Polish, if I remember well. Mm. In the 1700s, someone mm. somewhere. Yeah, in World War One, we had Captain, what was his name? It was always running. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> an English guy. Yes, exactly. using a longbow. Had even a few really kills with his bow. Then, yeah. and he was, even he in was the in the Normandy with his bow, he in the second yeah. uh, first. Yeah. Uh, even in the Vietnam War, they had the Americans, the Marines had bows and arrows for some commando. Of course, we sent Rambo there, and he had this nice commando. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, we know that. <laughs> I mean, we are good. No, 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 no. It's real. It's it's true. Yes, of course. <laughs> but only with the explosive grenades, arrow kicks. Yeah. Otherwise, it's cool. Oh, oh. <laughs> but he did I, a lot I, of archery. I thought a lot about it, but I always thought if you sneak into a camp and you shot the guard, you know. Mm -hmm. But if you shot the guy with a with an arrow, he will scream. Of course, so you have to use a knife or so, or the exactly. or something like that. So I don't Killing know. Someone without what... making noise is one of the hardest things to yeah. do, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So that's why hoping that an arrow will kill. And this is always interesting thing. Again, movies, when you see you shoot one, another one, and he instantly dies of, of one bullet or one arrow. Yeah. And, and yeah. the main actor, he gets shot five times. and pulls the arrows out and continues fighting so it's always slightly yeah you watched you watched vikings <laughs> no i don't watch vikings no no <laughs> I, I for a long time i didn't watch vikings but then i i i, I did and it is a good serial i think mm -hmm. so it's a good okay. good as long as the main character is alive the ragnar is there like, no, I, no, no, I never watched yeah. one of these episodes, so I can't tell. Yeah, you know what is interesting? Uh, this it's a lot uh, connected to the real uh, old sagas because mm -hmm. this Ragnar Lodbrok is a kind of of of, of uh, legendary hero, and the children of Ragnar are historic features. Mm -hmm. They 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 lived. Mm -hmm. okay. A lot of uh, a lot of incidents shown in the serial happened. They they went to Paris. Uh, shipped, uh, hmm. sailed, hmm. sailed to Paris, and so very interesting. Mm -hmm. Good thing. 
Okay. Ja, yeah, but I still have a life. I don't have time for watching series. <laughs> so you 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 say I don't have a life. I have to watch. No, I didn't. I didn't, say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> this is it's what I always said when I had a few of these young my assistants here, younger ones, nineteen, twenty, and they always told me, "Oh, listen, there's this new game. Did you play this new game?" I said. I have no idea of what you're talking. I have a real life. I don't need a game for it, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. But I, uh, when I worked on my on the on the next book, I came to an idea where the bow and the arrow has an advantage to a firearm, mm -hmm. and it <laughs> is at night when someone shoots at you with a firearm and it's dark, you see the. The, the the fire blast from the rifle or from the pistol mm -hmm. and if you shoot back with the bow they can see where you are mm -hmm. because you have no fire mm -hmm. you know they only make sure that you don't have your luminox on you know peter you you yes. then, then they see you there's no luminox they detect on. you yes but then they see you again <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but back to petra we, we we are drifting see this is what happens and when we start yeah. talking no problem. Uh, so then you started one day shooting on horseback bow and arrow, and you figured it's not so easy. So then you, how how or how old were you when you went to Kashai, let's say, or was it there um, you learned then horseback archery, or did you know it before? Um, I start um, working as a horse trainer um, mm. on a horse farm, and then I start shooting from horseback, and but. I had only some pictures of my history books. Mm -hmm. And so I went to Mongolia okay. to find maybe some information. And then I lived with the family together and they had bows, but they told me, oh, it's totally lost. Nobody is doing this. They had the communists and then capitalists and every nobody knows yeah mm -hmm. so i went back uh back and as a worker for this horse farm and then i found in the internet uh, a man his name was christian schrade mm -hmm. later he was also the man who uh, organized the Steppen steppenreiter in oh. germany mm -hmm. And uh, at, at this time, he was a student of Kashai, and I went to him and <clears throat> for some reason, it looks that I'm very skilled. I don't know. <laughs> so immediately he picked me up and brought me to Kashai. Mm -hmm. And um, maybe because you're beautiful. Uh, oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the requirements uh, well, of Kashai. <laughs> yeah, well, and but really, uh, Christian Schrade um, showed me a video, and I saw Kashai shooting nine arrows very fast, and uh, I was surprised. Oh, wow! It's funny, yeah. So go there and learn this trick shooting. How old were you when you yeah. went there? um i uh, 32 okay so two years ago mm. <laughs> last week <laughs> last week <laughs> yeah and you know um if somebody's there i was also yeah well somebody's say oh you can be the best of the world and 
you know, I'm I'm a human. I'm I have my ego, and this was the thing who catches me. Mm-hmm. You can be the best, ba ba ba. Okay, so my ego say yes, I want to be the best. Yeah, so <laughs> I stayed there, and but from the first time, because I was a horse trainer, I asked this question: Why you are not riding? Why you have this trench? Mm-hmm. Nobody used this in the ancient time. But well, well, today I have my own system, my own school without without a, a fence left and right. And you need to really ride and you have to, to need a good horse. And so my school is very small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But it makes but it makes sense practically speaking it makes sense to not ride in a trench and I mean when the horse only can go in one direction you can only focus on this target and shoot as many arrows as possible then really you take the horse or the thing which moves you out of the equation so you don't need to then you can sit on whatever on a roller coaster yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and go forward yeah. and shoot that's not and Armin Armin Sadly, yes. sadly, it's like this, that the horse people are mm-hmm. laughing about the horseback archers. Mm-hmm. They say, okay, only Petra has the independent seat. She has a collected horse and, mm-hmm. and, and, and. Mm-hmm. But the other thing, it's for riding knowledge, horrible, because you destroy your horse with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is very, very sad because horseback archery could be really a wonderful thing to connect horse, human and nature and archery to back to mind to a very beautiful art, but it's work. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's why you do it. It's work. Yeah. So if it and would be easy, everybody would do it. That's why you have to do it. Yeah. And... Um... How it Thank works? <laughs> how it uh, how it works practically? So you have you have students and and you have a stable and they put the horse in your stable and they show up once a week to train with you or how how you do it? Um, I have my own farm, my own horses, students, and I prepare my horses for the students. I have some students they have own horses and own horse farms. So okay. they are training at home and uh, most normally, but not in this time, uh, people coming one weekend in month to, okay. to my place for training. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And what kind of archery gear they mostly use? What kind of archery technique? Um, I have people they're using thumb ring. I have people they're using the normal, normal Mediterranean yeah. style. And because my focus is to connect the bow, the rider and the horse. So then it's anyway, what kind of bow technique you are using? Because I, I, my focus is connecting both. I understand, but I, I wanted to know what kind of bows they use. Only horse bows or are there also long bow shooters or? Uh, I sometimes they uh, use a longbow, but you this this the uh, character of the bow is not really good to uh, to use from horseback because and I guess Armin will understand 
when you have this long draw, it keeps you on horseback. Mm -hmm. If yeah. you're only pulling here, your uh, body center is not connected to your independent seat. But when you are using the this uh, Asian technique, uh, then with the full draw, you have a stable seat and you don't need stirrups, but you need an independent seat for that. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, once I, there's a an, an very old video of Howard Hill riding on horseback. He had a very nice, you know, a Hollywood trick course, which could do a lot of tricks. And and he was very elegant with the longbow and in his style, but it was in the, in a it was a show horse, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So and I did it too with the longbow, but yes, maybe you're right. You you're not, but you if you practice it enough, you can do it. Of course, I'm sure. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. And even when you uh, the stirrups. The Huns, they had no stirrups. The mm -hmm. stirrups uh, came with the Avar people mm -hmm. 600. Okay. And so, uh, and the uh, old pictures also from the Persian people, you always see that they have a long leg. Mm -hmm. They have, and then the feet are only lying in, in a straight position uh, in the stirrup. Mm -hmm. So if you make the stirrups very short, then you have no connection to the horse anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's like a leather. Uh, yes, this, uh, this, uh, this Howard Hill clip, he wrote Western style, you know, with long yeah, stirrups yeah. And, mm -hmm. and like yeah. a, a working cowboy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you, so yeah. you can do it more easy. With a pure English writing style, I think you can't do it. Mm -hmm. With a genuine English dressage style, I, I don't think you it's very practical to do archery, no? It's doable. I know that you had a student from Germany. I met her once in Regensburg. She she told me then your name. That's why I know from you. And she was the only one riding with this lady saddle where she has both legs on one side. Uh, Remember her? I yeah. forgot her name now already, but don't tell her. It's quite a while ago when I was oh, in Wigan. I mean, forgets the yeah. name of his And she said, Oh, you oh. do this archery. You know, I did archery too. And you know, and I went there to this Petra Engelländer, and I'm the only one yeah. sitting like this in the horse saddle, and yeah. I'm doing horse archery. It's a while ago, huh? <laughs> yeah. But the world yeah, is. Yeah. Yes, I, uh, at this time, I was organizing a championship, mm -hmm. and she rode in the, in the lady's saddle. And she was the only one that's why she won yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and she was so beautiful in her skirt and long oh, yeah. wonderful. <laughs> now you know peter why i still remember <laughs> i i always wondered i i can imagine with this uh, with this woman's saddle how they ride it there's a decaloping and everything and it's very funny to matter me. of this, practice this, <clears throat> everything you practice long enough then you can do it it's no problem yeah like our empress Sisi, she used to oh. ride a lot yes with the with the how is it called in english woman's saddle or i i don't i only know the the name woman's saddle yeah, but actually so it's uh the horse stands the horse stands comes uh from the independent seat so if you can 
uh, stand on one leg in horse stance, then you can ride in the lady saddle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's the same center you need. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. So with this with this ladies saddle, they they took all the fun <laughs> from the ladies <laughs> riding on the horses. <laughs> Patriarchat, you know, the, <laughs> yes, the, the male rule, of course, you take the fun out You of don't the... can use our saddle, you <laughs> have to use a lady's saddle. <laughs> You're naughty girl. <laughs> I, could, I could bring an old nun joke, but I better don't. <laughs> Otherwise, I need to edit it out. When they went for the bicycle ride, and then the, the old nun said, so now stop giggling. Otherwise, we put the saddles on the bikes again. <laughs> okay, it took now two seconds. <laughs> I told you. I. Maybe I edit it out, but most probably not. <laughs> yeah, nice. So, and you started then, you had then this idea, or you were in, in, in Kashai Valley, and then you thought about like a home, I do my own thing. Or how was it? How did yeah. this come? Um, I was, I had, uh, I was very successful in this kind of uh, uh, trick shooting because I could very sit in my center. Mm -hmm. and then my upper body is not so moving so much mm -hmm. and i had some uh yeah um arguments with him mm -hmm. yeah and um yes when i realized that he has a, a lot of political background i had to go because uh, i'm looking for art and the art of the old ancient people and i don't want to be involved in politics and mm -hmm. um, strange things so um there was a big war uh i i win a competition <laughs> yeah and um well so I, I i went from this system and create and develop my own but mm -hmm. it's not really my own because i'm only doing what the ancient horse tribes did mm -hmm. like, I, it's not this. my idea and it's not my fantasy mm -hmm. yeah i like to develop this art and um and um i uh, have a lot of uh, shows in the mongolian festival in berlin I did for many years and I get a, a very friendly, warm anerkennung, was heißt anerkennung nochmal? Yeah, from this, uh, from the Mongolian uh, people. Mm -hmm. They had no problems with me as a German. They say, you holding our tradition alive and nice. we have to say thank you to you. Mm -hmm. And this is uh, uh, this is what gives me my power to go ahead with it. So they they didn't keep say, uh, they didn't say it's like a cultural robbery or like they call it today. Hmm. No, no. I think they are simply happy if somebody still practices yeah. it because they yeah, see yeah, what is going yeah, on, yeah, as said, in yeah, these valleys yeah. and whatever they do with the horse. And of course, it hurts when you have this connection. It hurts yourself, your soul, when you see what they are doing with the horses. So that's yeah. why, of course, they're happy no matter which 
and the Mongolians most probably are quite open-minded to this. So no matter yeah. which nationality you are, but when you keep this alive, then of course they will tell you, listen, good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And um, um, with this Mongolian people, they had a lot of strong women in their history. Mm -hmm. And for them, it's not uh, unnormal. Mm, because not, if not you want right, to stay yeah. alive, if you want to stay alive, you need to need to work together. Of course. So as a young, uh, as a young girl or young boy, you learn to protect the herd. You learn to hold water, make fire, or simply love love the the animal children. <laughs> yeah. So. Mm -hmm. So this is also important for me that I uh, transport this idea of the old ancient mm. nomadic tribes. Thank you for doing it. I have yeah. A, I have a question because it's, I think it's true here around in Europe, there, I'm sure there are more women riding than there are riding uh, men. Yes, no? and yeah, I know this, and I know also the reason for that. Mm -hmm. Tell that us. Was, that, that's my question. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I teaching riding over twenty years now, and um, what the modern world is doing with the horse is exactly what um, the women experience in the last two thousand years. Mm -hmm. So they getting in resonance and it's like this, a horse gives a human being a feeling of energy and yeah, but joy. also to, but also to men. No, no, it's anyway, a man it's yeah. and, and a woman, but so if what, a, what, ex, what, what, uh, what women experienced the last thousand, two thousand years. Um, be, um, uh, uh, like in a jail you like have what? Uh, like in you uh, you cannot live your own life no suppression that the male we patriarchate the male yeah says, this is how we do it and you stay at home you cook and you're no. you know. it's in every culture no it's not just here if if it's true because also in the eastern cultures there they, they, i don't know but if you think about it as far as I know, men kill each other for a woman. So men love women. Uh, uh, yes, of course, of course. Yeah. Why should I, they I don't... Why should they suppress them? Mm, no, no. Um, the horse uh, connected uh, the the people to an ancient power. If you are uh, a, a human yeah. without a horse you are a human yeah. but when you are a rider you feel more than only a human i understand this but but what's yeah. the, what's the key to more women are riding than men are because the horse gives the woman back this power what is normally normally locked uh, in in the medieval time in a christian time 
in it's yeah this is what i you know i don't uh, i i always have to disagree but i don't agree that women were suppressed because every clever man knows the value and the beautiness and the loveliness of a woman so i don't know why did women have then to fight so hard over the last centuries that they get equality status yeah it's a common at least thing. in jobs or something even it's, when a woman does the same job it's as a, a mark man, it's a marxist thing less wage why it's is a that marxist then? thing marxist thing in germany of course as example okay you, yeah but you like uh vikings in the film of vikings they have a very realistic uh uh picture of the ancient world of the vikings okay yeah and were the women supp suppressed there no no and you they see? could write yes but it yeah. was there are no christians okay okay yeah okay yeah? the catholics so and before so on, yeah. th that this is why i say two thousand years okay mm -hmm. i understand yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. the the picture of the amazons it's it's a normal thing for horse tribes you need to you need to stay alive <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah yes. so what the greek people saw were scythian or persian women young women yeah and they don't need to cut a breast for to archery no, it's no, no, nonsense no, no. But, yeah uh, i don't agree because we talked about the vikings too i wouldn't agree that there are female warriors like shown in this serial because you know a man is stronger than a woman so if a man hits the sword of a woman you know that this what will jump out of her hand because men are stronger that's for usually of course the weakest man is not stronger than a strong woman but so but usually... excuse me peter but you are looking for modern women where's How my they popcorn look? where's my popcorn <laughs> <laughs> you like that of course so so uh, i was in iceland and believe me they are also in mongolia the women are very tall yeah and strong yeah but it's it's uh it's a it's a science that this the the muscle tissue is different and everything so you know nowadays we have problems in sports in the united states you know these trans persons which are men are competing against women in boxing okay. and lift wagon mm -hmm. and of course they win because they are men they are stronger by nature of course they are very strong women no question about but, that but do we know that five thousand years ago it was the same i don't think so i mean even when you see in stone age men and women alike went out hunting and and the, Who's, the weak who ones knows the, ones who knows the that? who knows uh, let that? me finish my sentence okay and the sure. pregnant ones had to stay then closer to the camp because they they couldn't go hunting or when they were on they had their monthly issue then they said okay you're not full in your energy you stay closer yeah. to the camp and we take the others out for hunting how do you know this the strongest and doesn't have to be a man how do you know this that this was like that you're questioning us assumption it was a great 
You don't know if if women ever hunted in the Stone Ages. You don't know. I don't know. You don't know. Uh, who made all these Facebook know. posts on the Stone Wars in in the ancient times? So who the guy? And who writes the history books? Always the winner. So <laughs> no. Uh, so it's not true that the women were only suppressed in in with the Christians. Because if they were also suppressed in the Stone Ages, there were no Christians. So. No, you never know. How do you know? <laughs> I don't yeah. tell anything. I don't say anything how it was. I, I simply think it's, it's logical that you simply ago. take the strongest. When, when you have to go hunting for your yeah. tribe, then you take the strongest people you have, no matter which gender. It's my opinion. And which are the strongest strong women, people by nature? Take them. Why should you take them this weak guy, whatever? You should take the strongest ones. Of course, but the guys for usually are stronger than the women and, and there are a lot of other other business to do in the camp or, you know, <laughs> collecting something, I don't know, <laughs> gathering. Yeah. Mm -hmm. hunting and farming so farming more for the women and hunting for the men and you you see it even in the the Ameri north american uh, indigenous uh, tribes mm -hmm. the women were not hunting mm -hmm. and they lived yeah, like some thousand years ago back then in the 1800s no i don't know if they didn't i know <laughs> you were there a thousand years ago <laughs> no no, but they even lived like, lived like that in the 17, 1800s. So they know how their culture was about. Yeah, but who hunted and who, who went to war you know, and things so. change. Things change and they adapt. You never know. Mm. I, I like mm -hmm. to think that we had strong women and strong warriors too. And there even in history, a few of these strong, badass women known fighting battles and whatever. Uh, I think the, the, uh, the Amazons are one in history. Uh, they don't know if they were real or not, or if they're just a legend, but the Amazons were female warriors, okay? In mm -hmm. the legend or maybe they existed. And the other thing is, and going back to Vikings, uh, this Brunhild was a warrior in the Nibelungen saga, you know, mm -hmm. the, the man who wanted to marry her had to had to beat her with stones throwing and fencing and so on. Mm -hmm. So I think she's the kind of uh, of, 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 of fighting maid. Mm -hmm. And, and there, there comes this, this idea, I think, from, from this. Okay. No, well, we will see. Yeah. I think so. Mm -hmm. And that in that Vikings, that shield maidens, that fighting women, they were kind of uh, from this Brunhild image, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. Because Brunhild was stronger than Gunther. So Siegfried had to use the, you know, this, this Tarnkappe, this, mm -hmm. uh, how is it called? Stealth <laughs> cap. <laughs> and after the marriage, they had to take her. Two men had to. <laughs> Take mm -hmm. her down. <laughs> okay. Yeah. As said, we were all not there in this time. We only can assume or think just or a saga. conclude things. Yeah. Just a saga. So, then you started your own school. So you, yeah, I need to always come back to you, Peter. Of course, we always it's the topic always goes left and right. So then you started your own horse riding school. 
with your own in your own yeah. state, in your own place and then you have your yeah. own students you shoot mostly horse bows yeah and i even know that you had yeah. once this imorin bow horse bow i think was it yeah the name? yeah with uh with andre brennecke together you shoot it still or you changed or what is your no, favorite no i bow? changed changed i i always changed a little bit so now i'm using a handbow from uh from uh elite bogen yeah and this is also it works very very well mm -hmm. okay nice. yeah 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 but i always uh change sometimes to to see what's possible for the big distance mm -hmm. and yeah how many pounds do you use or are they used for usually about approximately i have i have three uh power bows 30 36 and 40. Mm -hmm. okay yeah great yeah um but seriously a very very heavy bow it's easier to use with stirrups mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then you have some uh, grounding in your lower body Mm -hmm. so 40 pounds 60 pounds or more then stirrups are very helpful mm -hmm. and for arrows carbon arrows or bamboo arrows or aluminum what are uh, you using i use modern stuff so i have carbon great, arrows <laughs> the han would have used them too if they would had them <laughs> maybe <laughs> This is what I just said today at the archery range or yesterday when we shot this bow from Lukasz Nowotny. This is a Polish yeah. bow leader, and he makes this monolith Tatar bow, which is a dream. Ah, okay. and, oh, cool. and it has fake horn belly, so it looks like horn, but it's not. It's all yeah. modern materials. And then I always say, look, if they had this material back in time, they would never build a composite bow with a real horn. <laughs> And with wood and weight and yes they yeah. waited six months for drying peter not only three months because it, has, it was necessary so it's some because of the weather they know yeah. what they are doing experience is their teacher and they waited sometimes even almost a year to let it dry to make sure yeah. at least it is written in a book like that i know yeah, of course no no it's experience of uh, even modern hornbow builders can tell you that there are still a few they built horn of course bows. they tell you of course they tell you this <laughs> the the german bow makers tell you you have to wait two years for a bow because they had to get the nice spirit and the right yeah, moon I mean, now for it's it's simply make it's the production time you need to leave them for a mm. while it's simply like this and it's not that they get more money because the bow hangs around for half a year so if you could sell it earlier it would be better for him so if he, he could reduce the time to two months he, he would say this he don't wait so half half he don't wait for six months so so he makes one bow after another so mm. every day one is finished they build mm. custom bows and you can't pre-produce a custom bow and then it but takes if you time. have enough others if you have enough others you can you know hmm. no you're good i'm not a bow builder i only can tell you what they tell me let's say you have a hundred orders so you today you glue this one you let it dry as you say six mm -hmm. months next day you yeah. glue the next one mm -hmm. and, and so they you have every day you have a, of course you can work yeah. on the bows 
of course, but it still takes six months <laughs> to let him dry. Doesn't matter if you build another 590 yeah, yeah. goals in yeah, the yeah. meantime. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of course. It's like this. Okay. So you shoot now a good handbow either from from Vic or from from Chakal. Because these are the two from uh, when did you buy I don't it? know. I when did you buy um, it? Um uh, from from Elite Bogen. When? When? What time? A year ago? Um one and a half year ago. Then it's most probably a VEC handbow. It's a very nice bow. Now Elite yes. Bogen, now Elite Bogen doesn't sell this bows anymore. Aha, uh -huh, okay. He sells no chakal. This is a different Different ah. builder. Aye, okay. Mm. Yeah, but I'm very I, happy with this. Book. I'm I'm responsible for that. <laughs> that he does. Ah. That's why okay. I know it. Because okay. yeah, it's like this. Okay. Uh, what okay. type of quiver do you use? Uh, uh, quiver. Mm -hmm. Um, I have my own quiver. You have it in a clothes? Can you show? I me? also have my. <laughs> oh no, not here. I, it's I, in I, the yard. <laughs> what kind of quiver side back? Um, a, a Gucci, <laughs> a Louis Vuitton. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a quiver I can use uh, uh, when I'm riding. So mm -hmm. it's on my back side, so I can have uh, arrows in front of my bow handle, or mm -hmm. I can pull out of my quiver. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I'm changing. Okay. Mm -hmm. So because I I don't want to have um, uh, the trick shooting uh, mislead uh, to fast knocking and then I don't pull correct anymore. Mm -hmm. So the fast shooting is like this, mm -hmm. but for my targets, I need a very precise technique uh, because the targets are so small mm -hmm. so then i only use three arrows in front of my hand or i pull from the quiver mm -hmm. and you shoot still three fingers medita or three finger draw yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah okay. yeah so this is this um, kashai is doing three arrows in the hand and then pull it out fiddle it through through the bow knock it and then you draw yes and um i uh ask a, a german um um a professor mm -hmm. for hunologie also mm -hmm. for, for, for the hun history and he told me that the huns sh using the three finger techniques mm -hmm. okay. because the handle of the bows they found in hungary are flat and when you are shooting with the thumb ring, the handle is round because you 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 open the hand a little mm -hmm. bit. This was his argument. Mm, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't. If he would be an archer too, I would maybe say, okay, he has a point. But if he's only hanology and I don't, he takes his conclusions. Um, I just by the handle of the bow to, to tell how they shot it's you not can almost shoot it's, every yeah. bow. i can almost shoot every yeah. bow, three finger or thumb release so this is not yeah, i would say so too yeah 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 mm. yeah but yeah. is it true i heard the story that even kashai was shooting thumb release and then a dog bit off a piece of his thumb and then he switched to three finger this is this this story no. goes around he lose 
uh, he uh, in his childhood he uh, lose the thumb okay yeah and but he also uh, yes i i think he would use the thumb ring if he had uh, a, a thumb, thumb. <laughs> wow, so gorgeous you two <laughs> yeah yeah. If you only had the thumb, people just yeah, we see. We see. <laughs> oh shit happens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Petra, another question. And this quiver you use, it isn't dangerous if you fall. I don't. I I know you don't fall from your horse, but you know quivers are always <laughs> kind of dangerous if you have the arrows on you. No problem. No problem. Okay, because you don't fail. You don't fall. Uh, if I fell from the horse, the arrows are broken. Mm -hmm. It's expensive, okay. but no problem. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I once had, a, a, if I allowed to tell, I mean, once I had a nice experience, I used to ride a lot back then, and then I stopped riding for about 15 years. I, I oh. was on, on any horse. And when I read, wrote my book, I, I like to have a cool picture of me on horseback with back quiver and longbow, like how I <laughs> riding. Okay. Yeah. And a friend of mine has nice water horses, really ah, calm, good. nice horses. And and I I rode some some circles and you know this was an iron, uh, how can you call it square? Yeah. You know. Yep. And everything was okay. And then I said, okay, give me the quiver. I put on the back quiver. And I wrote just with the quiver, slowly. And then I said, okay, now give me the bow. And then I made some circles and I I galloped a little and the arrows started rattling in the quiver. Yeah. <laughs> the horse went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the horse went crazy. It, 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 you know, it jumped and so on and, and I fell down. And my friend had the function to make the picture. Mm -hmm. oh! and, and he stood. And looked at me and I fell down. Said, oh God, no, we need to use another horse. This one is too crazy. We use another horse. Mm -hmm. Then okay, I get on the horseback again and we go to meadow. And the horse, I, I thought I gallop uphill and I turn and I gallop down. And when I'm galloping down, he should take some nice pictures. And the horse also went crazy, had this red thing. Yeah, didn't, didn't you have <laughs> your quiver? Yeah, didn't you use this quiver you showed me last time that when you tighten it that the arrows are squished that they don't yeah rattle? yeah but it wasn't that tight and and you know riding is a different thing than walking and and, and so mm -hmm. on riding mm -hmm. okay and uh so i know that won't happen that won't end good i threw away the bow <laughs> and i fell from the horse and the friend with the camera said oh picture everything okay I, do, I didn't take any picture because aye, I had to aye. look at you. <laughs> because you mm -hmm. okay, I okay three times, three times. No way. Okay. And then I got the very gay picture: the horse standing, not in gallop, mm -hmm. but standing. Yeah, but at least you know, I yeah. got one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know I'm a horse trainer, so you need some time to to teach a horse all noises mm -hmm. and uh, so the shooting nice i had the experience it's like a whip you know when you you use yeah, the yeah. long whip 
and it's the yeah. same sound an arrow makes, uh, about the same sound, and so the yeah. arrow is crazier yeah. than you should. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. but the, the, the problem is uh, the modern horse world makes the problems with the horses. Mm-hmm. Because when you're growing up with a horse, then nothing is a problem for the horse. Mm-hmm. But because of our modern world, everything is a, a problem for the mm-hmm. horse because we are not living together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but you can't fix that. You know, we are in this culture. You can't fix that. Um, there, are, if if you have the awareness that this is necessary for the horse to know you and to trust you and live together, mm-hmm. then many things are changing. Mm-hmm. Because we have to understand that in the view of the world, in the ancient time, the animals were not only animals. No. No. I don't know. You know, they have the same awareness like humans. Mm-hmm. How do you this know? Is a norm- How huh? do you know this? because you you feel this when you are living together with animals uh-huh. it's na- it's natural that there is a communication and a feeling they feel pain they show love yeah they show trust and yeah so the the people of the old world they had a different view of the world and that changed the most, and it changing the, the the archery and the riding. When you are having this uh, view of the world, then the arrow is not only a good technique, and the horse is not only a good slave. <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> and this is what, and this is what horseback archery really is doing. It immediately brings you back into a old time, and then you get in touch in your own abilities and the really uh, wonderful human skills. But not a lot of people can live this way, like you do with your horse ranch, and, and you know, living that style. If you're working in a city and you can show up once a week for riding, maybe or once a month, you 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 can't have it, no. Yes, but uh, you can be aware of what is good for you and what not. To living to to live in a modern world, it's also like living in a jungle with uh, animals. You, yeah, you need, you, you have to stay alive. And the human body is the function and the psychic is like, uh, it's old. You can run, you can do that you are dead or you can fight. And this is ex- exactly what is going on in our body when we are in situations. Yeah. And our body is old like, like thousands of years Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and this is what archery archery only archery brings us back to all of this understanding and feeling this is why it's so 
uh, precious in our world, the bow and arrow. Yeah. Part of a connection to our ancestors, which is an important yeah. thing to I have. There are, of course, other techniques to achieve this, but this is yeah. one easy way to get this, yeah. not to nature, Peter, simply to this, uh, in our genes, we have this information of our ancestors. And with this, you can, let's say, unlock or whatever this information, or you get yeah. in touch with this but information. I just wanted to say, like we talked in the past, it's not only archery. A lot of martial arts yeah. connect you like yeah. that. Or yeah. uh, as we, told, uh, we mm. talked about, also shotgun shooting, if you do it, like a martial art is the same yeah, thing of people shooting yeah it's your yeah. mental state of course and your awareness or when you're boxing is the same when you know your body and you're aware and then you get further into yeah work. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. so why we are there what so now we know where you come from you know where you are right now so what is your future what are your future goals or where, where do you head with your what you're doing because we already one and a half hours so i think we should come oh <laughs> For this one, but we yeah. will invite you for so, sure. Another time, it's very funny and interesting to talk to you. So you will. Yeah, yeah, nice guest, nice guest. Yeah. So, but so, so sure. my, I wish, I wish to uh, bring it back alive. This old art of the hunts to shoot one hundred meter from galloping horse, mm -hmm. and. So this is also the area of my farm. I have a very big field, flat, where I have uh, the um, uh, wind, sun, and other things. Um, how you manage to shoot uh, in big distance from horseback. Mm -hmm. So okay. this is my personal mm -hmm vision okay yeah. only quick question how big is the target on 100 meters is it then human size or is it still a small target or what which there target are four there are four uh um <laughs> don't kill the dog <laughs> no you're not there suppressed are four targets uh they are one 120 meter uh mm -hmm. size okay one meter it's 20 like, it's, square it's like an enemy line Okay. okay 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 yeah and i try to gallop in front of this and turn and shoot backwards nice i, I really want to try this yeah because when you see yeah, the <laughs> archers even really good ones which i admire like mihai Kosmai, you know he shoots he has this this quiver where he has the arrows here and he shoots i don't know 10 arrows in nine seconds or something and he says his distance is 20, 30, maybe 40 meters. But on 40 meters, he shoots already a target 70 by 70. And it's still for him good enough to hit on, on 40 meters. So that's why it's interesting from horseback 100 meters. This is what I would like to experience. Uh, so I like to. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but you have to know that all these trick archers are mm -hmm. bad riders mm -hmm. because the trick archery destroy the seat for the horse and Cosme is really an excellent archer and trick archer mm -hmm. but a horrible rider mm -hmm. it's <laughs> okay. horrible like, yeah. like almost or i guess all of them they they ride the horses in the trench or in this only if you do this <laughs> it's Im impossible 
to write mm -hmm. or because uh, the the coordination is moving your hip mm -hmm. and then you cannot write anymore so this, this is the reason why they all need short stirrups and they standing mm -hmm. on moving yeah so they can have the they can have a motion until the knees because then you can move yeah because the knees are locked yeah. and, on the horse but the rest of the yeah. upper body is moving okay Makes and Armin, sense. you know yeah and Armin, you know if you make a, a moving movement mm -hmm. uh 100 times thousand mm -hmm. times mm -hmm. it's stick it's in your unconsciousness mm -hmm. and it's yeah, muscle memory and, and it makes stiff mm -hmm. look at all of these trick archers they are stiff stiff mm -hmm. they're stiff it's like uh, we, we sometimes we call koshai koshai school the clone arm <laughs> okay. yeah but it's like cloning cloning yeah and uh, repeating repeating mm -hmm. Repeating, repeating. Yeah, okay, but the horse is a living being. Mm. And when you see all of these pictures from 12th century, I was very surprised. They could ride. Mm -hmm. They have an independent seat. Mm -hmm. The reins are always long. Mm -hmm. The mouth of the horse are closed. Mm -hmm. And these are the signs of mm -hmm. good riding. Okay. Vienna Riding School is exactly like this. Mm -hmm. so, so i really can I ask you for next time that you show us and what uh what the independent seat means i have no idea but when we start talking about all these details today then it takes too long oh okay uh, the next yeah and then i want to see your bow i want to see your quiver and maybe you can yeah. show yeah. us this is yeah, a saddle yeah. and this saddle and i write without saddle and without stirrups because for many for you it's of course daily business but for a non-rider, I was um, maybe yeah. on a horse when I was small in one of these circus rounds. <laughs> That's all this my whole experience with horses. So it's for one who has no idea, it's maybe interesting. Yeah. Mm? Yeah. But I it's like... a little bit like skiing. I don't know. I don't ski. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> in Malta, we don't have that much snow, you know, it's a problem. <laughs> Water skiing. Yeah. yeah. I, I like to make uh, a statement to this. Uh, it's of course wonderful if you shoot 100 meters, of mm -hmm. course, but uh, we discussed in the past about long range shooting in warfare, yeah. you know, okay. and mm. and you more you, you bigger the range is, the more far you're away from your enemy, he sees the incoming arrows. So he just has to raise his shield and nothing will happen, you know. And that's the one thing. And the other thing is because you say this trick shooter shooting fast. Same here. I don't believe that fast shooting ever in warfare was a was a thing because you run out of ammunition very slow, very in a short time. So yeah. you have no more arrows. So but, that's but, stupid. Yeah, but there is a curtain in in England. There was a big uh, battlefield and on this old curtain you can see somebody uh, european who hold more than two arrows in the hand mm. and uh, lars anderson lars anderson uh, uh, comes from this uh, yeah. connection yeah. Mm. but imagine you are yes. a warrior with a bow and how many arrows can you carry oh, in my quiver yes 
I don't know, 100? No. No? No. No, okay, no. 20, 30. Let's say I, I 30, think okay. This, I think this and is actually simply, like with every warfare and with every martial art, it depends on the application, what you are doing. So, of course, sometimes mm. you need to you shoot are... longer range. Sometimes you ride closer to your horse, but you can't predict what is happening. Yeah. And sometimes you ride somewhere and there are five uh, people jumping out of, five people jumping out of the forest the and you need to quickly take them out then of course you are the better warrior when you're capable of doing it. Only yeah. saying, okay, I, I only can no. shoot whatever in this fire rate on long distance, it's fine, but then you are a warrior only for this specific application. If you're a multi-purpose warrior or a real warrior can do in every situation, yeah. everything, yeah. better yeah. you are capable if, of shooting fast a few arrows yeah. if you have to. And if you carry, and if you carry 30 arrows, like Petra says, yeah. You are finished in two minutes. You have shot the thirty arrows, and yes. then you are without anywhere without. An yeah. Arrow. What What does the time matter when you have thirty enemies and you kill thirty enemies in two minutes? It's better than it takes half an hour and they have the chance to kill you. So it always depends on the application. <laughs> Nobody can kill thirty enemies. Take them out, or make them at least not being capable of continue fighting. I mean, an arrow in the chest know. makes you breathe a little hard. So even if he's not dead, but you most probably he's not in but the what, mood. What kind of situation is it? You're riding alone and there are 30 enemies and you shoot them in two minutes. No, and they it's stand whatever and wait can happen. Peter, it's simply, it's not only one scenario which is happening all over the planet, all over the time. So as I said, you ride now with you with your friends through a forest and then five guys jump out in front of you and until the others behind you figure what is going on you grab quickly some arrows and take them out because you can so what's the problem yes, then no they problem, are there on the it? floor and then okay let's continue right it's not only always okay we are the archers and now our general tells us we need to ride there and i have no, my no, five arrows no, no, in my quiver no, no. and then i shoot no. in my slow pace whatever i want and then i come back and if i hit something i'm good and not then it's not so good that's not the idea but what i want to say is that these are extreme situations which are not warfare battle why sceneries. not why not i don't know because uh, back then armies used to fight against each other and not maybe in the woods there was an ambush okay mm. But when you see, even in, in, in Turkish, I read this book uh, in, in Turkish archery, what all tricks they had, that they have this arrow which flies, have a curve to freak out the enemy at the same shoot. I mean, in the book, even they had the psychological book, warfare. In so the I, book. You can't simply say, okay, this is a big field and there's one army, there's the other army, and now they ride against each other, like we see in Hollywood movies, and then they clash and then they fight. No, and then no, whatever no, 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 no. But not everything written in a book is true. Not everything written in a book is true. Of course not. But it's worth experiencing it when it works and it makes sense. To try it out, okay. Of yeah. course, and when it makes yeah, sense yeah, and when yeah. I am not capable of like ours, like the Sanders, I grab a few arrows and can shoot 10 arrows in 10 seconds. I am That's happy great. that I can do it. If I will ever use it, of I course. don't know. It's like with throwing knives. I can do it. If I will ever use it, I don't know. But I know I would be capable of if the situation appears. And you never know in I, the time. I don't but criticize don't practice. Don't follow instructions. What is Petra? You look scared. Oh, um, I, uh, I have only one 
picture now. Ah, okay. I, I know. <laughs> All good. Uh, I don't criticize. I don't criticize practicing this stuff, you know, but I don't think it's really connected to real combat. That was what I yeah, want to is, say. Yeah, and I only say, even if I know how to throw an axe, I throw, shoot an arrow or use a spear or whatever, the more skills I have, the better warrior I am. It's, it's quite simple for me. Yeah. And it's even that's, when you, when you see whatever Tai Chi or Karate, when you only know now to throw your fists and your legs, but you don't know groundworks, grappling, or when, when you lay on, and you don't know what you do there, you of might lose a fight. And I like to be prepared for every possible situation. And of yeah. course, I will first come with my two clock pistols and shoot everyone down, of course, <laughs> before I take my bow and arrow away. So, of course, joking. So, your future. Okay. Good. What can we do to support your future? Oh, um, you didn't think about this. Uh, you uh, he's looking no. for. <laughs> Armin is looking for a woman with a with a with a. I'm big, not looking for anything. With a big <laughs> ranch, you know. Um, no, 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 no. You got that wrong. I am looking for a farmhouse where I can grow my own plants and have a few chickens. Yeah. And then I'm done with the, you. You know, I have my personal view of what this world is turning to. And yeah. Most probably, it's better this way than the other way. Yeah. So um, I will write a book. <laughs> you will write a book. That's very good. See, you have yeah. this, a lot of and, with, write a book. Very good. And, we said it uh, before. Because my friends, Angelika Hörnig from Traditionell mm -hmm. yeah, Buchenschießen um, and Volker Alles, um, uh, I regularly, when we have, uh, when they have some uh, uh, shop on a um, uh, arrow market mm -hmm. i make a lecture normally okay, cool. and volker came to me and say please petra um, we will work together and you make a book because you collect so much knowledge exactly. it would be sad yeah and then it will be lost, lost. You know, then it's another lost book of a knowledge lost book. so you need to write yeah it. and for that maybe uh uh, would be a good support from you mm -hmm. to make maybe some uh, interview in it or whatever. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm open for yeah. this. No worries. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have no idea of horse archery, so but we will get there. No worries. <laughs> yeah, fine. Be my yeah. pleasure. Yeah, and <laughs> what's important for me is I met so many great martial okay. art masters. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Uh, yeah, the, fine. For the point. Yeah. That, yeah. So uh, <laughs> that the uh, martial arts mm -hmm. are really connected to normal life. Yes, of course. Yeah. This is so. This is what I want to show. It's nothing extra. What you practice once a day or once a week or yeah. something. It's your life. It's a twenty-four-seven yeah. thing. Of course, even when yeah. you sleep yeah. all the time. Of course, then it's a martial yeah. art. Or then it's an yeah. art, otherwise it's only whatever, fighting, boxing, I don't know. Mm -hmm. and Agreed. It will be a, a nice book, I think, if you make nice chapters and you put your spirit and your knowledge in. I, I imagine it's a good book. It will be a, very will be a, book, be a success, book. yes. Yeah. I think it will be nice good. pictures, you know, photographs. Mm -hmm. from, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah good, luck. good luck with it. Thank we you. Keep as good as we can.
<laughs> Thank you. Mm -hmm. Good luck. Last words, Peter. Today we're really almost two hours now. Yeah. Last I am word. really happy. I, I see in Armin's face he's happy too. Uh, we are really happy to have oh, you thank here you. as our guest, and it's really nice, a pleasure to talk to you, and a pleasure to learn from your knowledge and your experience from Osbeck and also martial arts. Great talk. I hope you enjoyed the talk too. Of course. Thank you very much. Yeah. It's very great to have this open talk and mm -hmm. yeah. using this technique that makes it happen. That's yeah. really yeah. great. Thank you. Yeah. And maybe we can subscribe to all our YouTube channels. Yeah. All across, you know, you to mine, I to yours, and so on. Mm -hmm. So we get more connected and maybe, yeah. and yeah, maybe we can talk again. That would be really nice. Yeah, that would be great. Mm -hmm. oh, to show us your equipment nice. and, and some ideas you have. And yeah. we talk against it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but this, this is really the only positive thing which came out from Mina from this COVID. Shit. Yeah, that we have yeah. now these 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 talks and we do yeah. something. every every fool now knows Zoom. <laughs> yeah, I was always a Zoom, we have a Zoom meeting. I said, "What the heck is it?" But we are now Zoom. Hey. Sounds sounds kind of piggish. <laughs> and, and, and we managed today technical. We didn't have any technical problems. Zoom meeting. <laughs> oh, we get it. Yeah, good, that's yeah. great. <laughs> Even if you are not quite in this, uh, you know, computer age anymore, we are little grown-ups already. I mean, thought I mean, women are not so, you know. Hmm? I mean, thought women are not not capable to use Zoom because it's too highly technical. No, no, I oh. said I, I said if because <laughs> I don't know it, and when it doesn't work, then we ask you, Peter, because you are Mr. All yeah. System. So and he has he has the most archery books you can imagine. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but only about western and hunting and stuff so no 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 no, no. We, we didn't get to the eastern books oh you have eastern books too oh, right. of course of course of uh -huh, course uh -huh. yeah okay fine so thank okay. you very much you okay. it was a pleasure thank you very much that i finally kind of get to know you really interesting very interesting yeah. what you do. Next yeah. time we need to talk about this horse Aikido because this is something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. couldn't cover today because you have so much to tell that we didn't manage. <laughs> we, we should have known before Peter great. when we invite him. Great meeting. So great. Yeah, that meeting. would be great. Of course. And also time. thank you, and also thank you to our viewers. Mm -hmm. Subscribe, subscribe to our channels, and, like and push the push bell button, the button, and all this. Bell button <laughs> and just love us. Write us a comment. We won't read it. <laughs> now we, we always read it. Well, we all read it, but we mostly we ignore them. Yeah. Now last time I had someone he made them some racist comments. I had simply to delete him. Oops. Doesn't racism is not. Uh, we try to so unite we... <laughs> archers, all of them. That was the topic of two podcasts ago i think that we try to no matter what style or whatever you shoot we try to connect yeah you need to go you're in a hurry yeah. now huh you look so distracted no i'm looking to my young dog <laughs> what he's doing oh, we do fine as long as he doesn't eat the fridge it's fine <laughs> <laughs> okay then we close for today thank you very much okay and I hope thank, you thank, you. thank you thank you thank you see you soon again okay Thank you very much. Take yes. care. Ciao, ciao. Okay, bye, Take bye. care. Goodbye. Bye, bye. Ciao. Bye, bye.